Introducing the Elon Musk Quantum Spaghetti. This spaghetti isn't just any ordinary pasta. It's made from quantum ingredients, uh, sourced from the multiverse. And now let's talk about the sauce. Elon Musk's Interdimensional Marinara. It's a concoction of secret herbs and spices that have been whispered by ancient aliens in long-lost civilizations. After one bite of our spaghetti, you will receive automatic brain updates with our most recent spaghetti data. Mystery meatballs. Expect the unexpected. You are listening to The Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN, the Rotundi Radio Network. down to Michigan. We're going to support and engage uh, the best way that we can, and the, continue, the president's going to continue to support uh, UAW and also UAW. But not workers. to go himself. I, I'm just, I don't have anything to share on <laughs> any trip or anything right. like that, but we support certainly the, the UAW workers, and we believe that they should have uh, a, a record contract just like the companies have a record profit. Yeah, thanks, Corinne. Thank you for that absolute word salad. Just like normal, just like every other press release you've given, uh, you've given, I know Biden's not going to UAW. Biden's not going to Detroit. He's not going to meet with the rank and file workers because he wants to deal with the leadership and cajole the big three automakers into giving the auto workers a record contract increase. All right, folks. Let me enlighten you on how inflation works. Right now, people say, we can't afford anything. That it costs so much to buy a car. So, well, guess why? Because you're paying people Seventy, eighty thousand dollars for a factory line assembly job. What happens? The auto companies, they need to fund research. They need to fund, you know, new innovations, new safety measures. They have to comply with all the regulations that Joe Biden and the politicians in Washington inflict on the auto industry. They have to comply they have to make a particular set of cars for California just to comply with all the environment environmental regulations. That takes money. How to retail how do people raise money? How do you know companies raise money? 
they increase prices. Why is the average car loan $729 a month? Why are we paying $729 a month on average to buy a new car? That's unsustainable, folks. The average median income is $4,000 a month. Even in the best of times, they tell people 10% of your, 10% of your uh, income should be for a car purchase. 10%. That sounds like 25% to me. And then that's not including gas, which is now at record highs. I think here in the Nashville area, it's like the average price is 351. The West Coast, it's more like 450. New York City is 450. Chicago is 450. Why? Supply and demand. Obama started this whole mess with the whole clash, uh, cash for clunkers thing. We talked about it yesterday. Or talking about it on Tuesday, rather. They took all the supply of used cars out of the out of the equation. If you reduce the supply, the price goes up. Automakers aren't making these record profits that the Biden administration is talking about. They're not making record profits. If they are, they wouldn't be teetering on bankruptcy. Granted, the auto workers need a living wage. They need to be they need to keep up with inflation. Nobody's wages are keeping up with inflation, folks. You see it. I know I feel it every single freaking day. I'm out driving 12 12 hours a day, seven days a week now in Uber because I'm now treading water because I got furloughed from my IT job, which is why now I can do this five days a week. But I'm treading water. And that's with two incomes in my family and 10 side hustles. My wife is doing tutoring after school to try to bring in extra money. I'm doing my Etsy and Amazon stores. I'm doing other businesses. I'm trying to diversify as much as humanly possible within a 24-hour time frame. I don't sleep anymore. And I don't think you do either. And yeah, we want teachers. We want auto workers. We want anybody who's unionized to get a fair wage. But honestly, unions were effective 100 years ago to provide safety, um, you know, collective bargaining and to keep safety first and foremost to protect factory workers. 
That's why unions were important. But now, all they do is fund political campaigns. They take the dues of their members, which in some cases are, it's a tithe. It's 10% of their income. And they donate it to whatever leftist cause the union big shots put it towards. And Biden says, well, I'm not going to go meet with, I'm not going to go meet with uh, the rank and file members of the U, uh, of the union. Funny, I thought Joe Biden was Mr. Union guy, Mr. Scranton Joe, Mr. I'm with Joe. But he's not going to go meet with the people that elected him in Michigan. But Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is going to bypass the second debate on September 27th and go meet with the rank-and-file members of the UAW. Why? Because Donald Trump, contrary to sleepy, creepy pedo Joe, is a man of the people. He may be a billionaire, but he's a blue-collar billionaire. We saw it here in New York City when he was making his, you know, making his money as a real estate developer. He spent more time with the union guys than he did with the bankers. Because the guys building his buildings were way more important than the suits that provided him the funding. Because bankers don't build buildings. Iron workers build buildings. Teamsters build buildings. Auto workers build cars that provide and the heavy equipment that build or built his buildings. So Donald Trump is going to meet with the people in the UAW, the rank and file people. It's funny how the guy that Um, is the current head of the UAW doesn't want Trump to go because they're doing, they say they're doing everything possible to get away from billionaires. You know what, folks? The guy that's running the UAW is there because he feed he, he feeds off the backs of the people, the rank and file members. That's how he gets paid. And he gets his directions from the Democrats. Because traditionally Democrat unions vote Democrat. It's like the black vote. Traditionally. Black Americans vote Democrat because welfare. So Trump is going to Detroit to meet with the rank and file members of the UAW. And Joe's not. Why? Because Trump wants to vote. Trump wants the 
vote of the biggest auto union in the in the world. Regardless of whether the leadership directs them to vote a certain way. The leaders of the UAW don't aren't the ones voting. The rank and file are. Trump is demonstrating that he's a leader. Joe, on the other hand, is demonstrating that he needs to be retired. We'll be back. It's not politics, it's politics. On the Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN. Now McDonald's, they've got it all. Burgers, fries, shakes, you name it, they've got it. And it's all tremendous. The Big Mac, folks, let me tell you, it's a real piece of work. It's big, it's beautiful, and it's delicious. And the fries, they're so crispy, so golden, they're going to make your taste buds do cartwheels. It's like winning the lottery with every bite. You know, they say, I'm loving it. And let me tell you, I love it too. But you know what? The real hidden gem at McDonald's is their breakfast. Oh boy, do they know how to do breakfast right. The Egg McMuffin, it's my personal favorite, believe me. It's got a beautiful, perfectly cooked egg, a juicy slice of Canadian bacon, and just the right amount of melty American cheese. It's like a symphony in your mouth, folks. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. The Paul Rotundi Show. Playing in an Uber near you. Every weekday on WRRN Nashville. about the F-35, how does the U.S. military lose a $100 million plane? That will be something that they will investigate. Uh, believe me, after every aviation mishap, the Pentagon does what the Pentagon does. They'll investigate it to try to get the answers on what happened. Um, and they'll also, I'm sure, look at their own search and recovery efforts of the aircraft itself to see um, whether that was conducted uh, in, uh, uh, in all the appropriate ways. They'll, they'll, they'll investigate this. And as the Defense Department always does, they'll be transparent about it when they, when they find the answers. But of course yeah, right, Jack. Uh, so Jack Kirby, another um, mouthpiece for the Biden administration, was being quizzed by Martha McCallan on Fox. And yeah, dude, where's my jet? <laughs> so yeah, if you hadn't heard this, because I mean, it's been in the news cycle now for days and days and days, which is a lot more than they've... Uh, given the people of Maui. Amazing. So, yeah, if you hadn't heard already or have been living under a rock for the last couple of days, an, F30, an F-35 um, Tier 5 fighter jet, latest, latest generation of our fighter aircraft, had a mishap, quote-unquote. <laughs> like, oops, I lost my jet. Uh, near near Charleston, South Carolina, and officials 
couldn't find it for days and days and days, which has, you know, it's like they said, okay, pilot ejected safely. That's great. Um, According to a post by Joint Base Charleston on Sunday, and I quote, we're working with at MCAS Buford, South Carolina to locate an F-35 that was involved in a mishap this afternoon. The pilot ejected safely. If you have any information that may help our recovery teams locate the missing F-35, please call the Base Defense Operations Center at 843-963-3600. The base posted on X, formerly Twitter. Based on the last based on the jet's last known position and in coordination with the FAA, we're focusing our attention north of Joint Base Charleston around Lake Moultrie and Lake Marion, it added. That was over the weekend. By Monday morning, they still couldn't find the jet. The pilot was found. So at least, you know, the pilot was found. And they were taken to the hospital, and they're in stable condition, according to the Facebook post. Emergency response teams are still trying to locate the F-35, the Post said. Now, Jeremy Huggins, who's a spokesperson for Joint Base Charleston, told the Washington Post the jet's transponder, which usually helps locate the aircraft, was not working for some reason that we have yet determined. So that's why we put out the public request for help. Okay. What's wrong with this picture, folks? $100 million aircraft, and they don't have LoJack on it. Or one of those little Apple uh, RFID chips that they could put in, the, put in their app and track the thing down within four meters. For those of you who don't know what a meter is, it's a little over a yard, but I digress. So <laughs> that this whole episode has prompted memes like you would not believe, you know, the whole dude, where's my where's my where's my jet? You know, it's like and have you seen this jet? You know, posted on milk cartons and missing posters, uh, People are slapping these things up all over on telephone poles, all over Charleston. And all over the internet. And that reminds me, I need to make a commemorative, dude, where's my jet um, t-shirt and mug um, for the Etsy store. But I digress. Um, (laughs) Seriously. How do you lose a hundred million dollar piece of military hardware? It's like the pilot couldn't, you know, it's like, I understand ejection out of a perfectly good aircraft or even a not perfectly good aircraft is a traumatic experience because you're basically, your, your seat in a jet, for those of you that don't know, is basically mounted to a rocket. 
And when the thing goes off, it's not a very pleasant experience because the body is put under ridiculous amount of G-forces in an effort to try to get away from said malfunctioning piece of hardware. And for those of you who have seen the movie Top Gun, Goose was killed because his ejector seat forced him into the then spent canopy of his F of he and Maverick's F-14 causing severe head trauma and it's what killed him. But thankfully the pilot's okay. And good news folks. They found the wreckage splattered all over the South Carolina countryside. Um, but they found it and they're the FAA and the, um, the um, military are pouring over the um, wreckage of the aircraft, trying to figure out exactly what went wrong and why the transponder and why the little black box that is put in every aircraft to, you know, one, identify them as friend or foe, and two, allow them, allow our military to be able to track them down within you know, inches, why that failed. Maybe we'll know in in the coming days and weeks what exactly caused this jet to malfunction and cost us taxpayers $100 million of our uh, hard-earned tax dollars to go balls up. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. My guess is that this will disappear from the news cycle in the next 24 hours, just like everything else disappears in the news cycle. <sighs> you know, there have been other accidents, so to speak. You know, an, an FA-18 crashed near Miramar, California, killing the pilot. A few days later, a Marine Corps MV-22 Osprey, that's the aircraft that has the tiltable nacelles on the on the wings, which allow the engine to, uh, the aircraft to vertically take off and land, that have ridiculously oversized propellers that, um, but that killed three um, because they had an accident with it. So, what's next, folks? What, are we going to misplace an aircraft carrier? With all 5,000 people plus people that um, are needed to operate said billion-dollar piece of hardware? Is that one of those going to go missing? Or are we going to get into a situation like in Red October where the Russian ambassador goes to... um, the um, head of the State Department said, you know, we have uh, have another Russian alpha that's gone missing. And, it, you know, Jeffrey Pelt turns to the Russian ambassador and says, you mean you've lost another submarine 
We'll be back. Help, help me. I've fallen and I can't get up. Somebody, please help me. I can't get up. I repeat, I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh no, there's nobody around me. What do I do? I know, I'll call life alert. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Joe Biden and I want to take a moment to discuss a matter of utmost importance, your safety and well-being. Accidents can strike when we least expect them. But the good news is you don't have to face them alone. Allow me to introduce you to Life Alert. Life Alert is the trusted companion that stands by your side in times of need. With just a simple press of a button, you can instantly connect with a certified Life Alert operator, ready to assess your situation and dispatch the necessary help right away. This compact and lightweight pendant ensures that you're never alone, whether it's a medical emergency, a fire, or any other threat. Countless Americans have put their trust in Life Alert finding peace of mind knowing that help is just a button press away. Remember, Life Alert can be your lifeline precisely when you need it the most. Do you see something wrong with this picture? He's made in America. We left $86 billion in military hardware, most of which are top secret. We left all our toys in Bagram Air Base for the Taliban, the Russians, and the Chinese to come in and pick through. He's made in America. And he's mad as hell. As soon as that happens, Alvin Bragg comes in and says, I'm going to sue Donald Trump for a case that not even the feds would take. And I'm going to try to elevate a campaign finance violation, a misdemeanor, into a felony. Listen to Paul Rotundi every weekday. Every time something drops against Hunter Biden, some rogue DA someplace launches a campaign and indicts Donald Trump. Every single freaking time. The Paul Rizzundi Show on WRRN. This is not the America I grew up in. I just found I, this just came over the news, um, and I got to be very careful with my language because I'm going to start swearing. So the New York City Council is considering removing statues of the first president of the United States, George Washington, from all city-owned property, and. It, this is I'm, I'm reading this now and 
they are in New York City's considering a measure that would essentially remove statues of founding fathers such as George Washington, all while facing a migrant crisis costing taxpayers billions. According to the uh, a list found on the New York City Council's agenda for Tuesday, September nineteenth, so yesterday, well, I, um, Tuesday, this past Tuesday, officials will consider a bill that would a, that would, I, and I quote, require the Public Design Commission, the PDC, to publish a plan to remove works of art on city property that depict a person who owned enslaved persons or directly benefited economically from slavery or who participated in systemic crimes against indigenous peoples or other crimes against humanity. Other th- under this criteria, the father of the nation's depictions could get the boot, including the famous statue in Union Square Park. Other statues, including that of Christopher Columbus, would also be subjected to this measure. Okay, folks, I, I can't read any more of this. Remember what has been said about the socialist agenda. They rewrite history. They remove history. And no history is created unless it involves them. So that we can't remember anymore. Or that history dies with the present generation. What the F is wrong with these people? Have have we lost already? Has the battle for this country already been lost? We don't teach civics anymore because we let the socialists run the education of this of our the children of our country. We've let them run it for decades and decades and decades. Even though we know that by rewriting history, it allows them to write whatever they want in its place. They want to erase George Washington Okay, they want to, they're going to try to change the name of the George Washington Bridge, one of the most iconic structures in the New York City metro area. They want, they want to rename Columbus Circle. They want to rename or remove or deface statues all across New York City in Union Square Park, in Central Park, in Tompkins Square Park, all of these statues that have stood for hundreds of years and that are a reminder of the people that built this nation, they want to remove all that with the stroke of a pen. I repeat, What's wrong with this picture? The city council of New York City has lost their freaking minds. 
And if you're not a, and if you're a native New Yorker, this is probably the biggest atrocity that you could commit on the city of New York. Short of what Eric Adams is doing right now with the whole migrant crisis. He's already asked New York City residents that if they have a vacant room to house an immigrant family in their private home and not at taxpayer expense, that the resident, the owner of the house would have to foot the bill to feed and house and clothe these people. I repeat vehemently what's wrong with this picture what's wrong with this picture what's wrong with these people have they gone so off the rails that they've chosen madness over sanity because putting an asterisk on a plaque that defaces an historic statue of the founding fathers is not the way to treat works of art. The way to present this material, and I'm not an educator, but I have been married to one for 30 years now. This is not how you teach people history unless that's their goal, is to not no longer teach the history of this country. I'm embarrassed by this as a former native New Yorker. I'm still a native New Yorker. I'm embarrassed to the core by the actions of the so-called city council and the mayor's office. But just remember, folks, you're in New York City. You elected these people to those posts. You elected the city council members. And this is how they repay your trust. Every single person who posted this, every, every single person who signed on to this agenda needs to be removed from office, needs to be indicted for crimes against humanity and summarily imprisoned. The time for leniency with people who are destroying our country from the inside out is over. Something needs to be done. When they're more focused on correct pronouns than preserving the nation's history, action needs to be taken. You're listening to Paul Rotundi, the 
new voice of Nashville on WRRN. You know, folks, whenever I need a great place to get merchandise created for my show, I turn to my friends at the Southern Yankee On Demand store on Etsy and Amazon for all my print-on-demand needs. Whether it be to personalize mug or t-shirt for the show, or for gift ideas for Halloween, the fall, or for the holidays in general, if an item can be personalized, they can do it for you. Jewelry, candles, mugs, t-shirts, posters, flags, linens, stickers, you know, like the I did that sticker. Whatever you need, they can do it for you. Look for them at yankeeodp2023.etsy.com. Folks, we're, we're back. And I don't know if you saw this, but Hunter Biden is expected to plead not guilty to three federal gun charges, his lawyer told the judge Tuesday. So special counsel David Weiss charged Hunter Biden on Thursday with one count of false statement in the purchase of a firearm, one count of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user of and addicted or addicted to a controlled substance, and one count of false statement related to information required to be kept by a federal firearms licensed dealer. So Hunter Biden could face up to 25 years in prison and a $750,000 fine, though his lawyers claim the charges against him will be dismissed before trial. Mr. Biden will also enter a plea of not guilty and there is no reason why he cannot utter those two words by video conference, Abby Lowell stated. So, yeah, Hunter Biden's got a new lawyer, too, because Christopher Clark is under scrutiny because he sent about a month ago, well, actually several months ago, um, sent a letter to David Weiss's office while he was the prosecuting attorney before they made him special counsel, which, by the way, is illegal because it violates the Department of Justice guidelines on who could be named a special counsel. It has to come from outside the special uh, outside the DOJ. David Weiss is a U.S. attorney. That's inside the DOJ for those of you who are keeping track at home. So this whole thing is a, is a sham. Notice that they're only focusing on the three cases and the three charges that only involve Junior and don't involve Mr. J.R. Beware at policy.gov or Robin L. Peters at uh, gmail.com. Mr. Sleepy Joe himself, Mr. The Big Guy, Mr. 
Is it time for my nap yet? It's like none of the charges that they're, that special counsel, and I use that term loosely, none of the charges that special counsel Weiss is bringing before the court have anything to do with the influence peddling, with the money laundering, with the tax evasion, with anything connect with Burisma, with the 10 million plus in bribes, with the 20 shell companies, with the 150 SAR violations that have been flagged by you, excuse me, US and world banks for illegal activities. Folks, do you not, just that one thing, those SAR violations is enough to raise the hackles on your head because if one if a person gets one in their lifetime it's a big deal the bidens have hundreds of red flagged transactions between them and these shell companies it's a cover up I mean, this is bigger than bigger. Than, this is the biggest cover-up since Watergate, and Joe Biden is saying thing one, not thing one, about it. Because one, I don't think he can, because I don't think he remembers any of this stuff. But two, it would implicate Hunter. It's bad enough that Bobolinsky and Archer have already testified before Congress that yes the emails that were on hunter biden's laptop are genuine because i got the other side of it here's the records here's the receipts to prove it do do you not see that there is a cover-up on an order that we have not seen in this country ever they tell us, and I mentioned this last segment, you know, or in a previous segment, that Donald Trump is accused of giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Joe Biden gave $6 billion in cash to Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror in the world. $6 billion, which will be used against Israel which will be used to enrich plutonium and other weapons grade nuclear material money that will be used to fund the Houthi rebels in Yemen and to further destabilize the Middle East if you don't think that this is a move to further destabilize the world so that Joe can declare an, a national emergency or to push us further towards Armageddon when China and Russia and North Korea and Iran all team up and come after us 
I guess the only thing I can say, folks, is that World War III will be blissfully short because I don't think anybody will survive it. Not you, not me, not anybody on this planet is going to be left. Because when the nukes start flying, and we're not talking 100 kiloton nukes or 10 kiloton nukes like we're used in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. We're talking 250 megaton nukes, which will wipe out a 400 square mile area. You drop one of those, you drop a 250 megaton nuke on New York and it takes out New York from the Empire State Building to the center of Dutchess County and then you draw a line uh, draw a radius from that point and you take out all of northern and central New Jersey and Pennsylvania and three quarters of Long Island and most of south uh, western Connecticut in one shot Picture another one of those dropping on D.C. And you lose the state of Maryland entirely. You lose most of central Virginia. You lose North Carolina, a a big portion of North Carolina along the coast. Picture those dropping on Chicago. L.A., San Francisco, Portland, Galveston, New Orleans, Miami, every major shipping port, every major refinery, every major center of production and logistics. Nashville is a big rail hub for the center of the country, east of the Mississippi. You don't think they're going to use one of those here? I know it for certain. They got ten thousand. They got ten thousand plus plus nukes between Russia and China alone. Hunter, if you're listening. Not that you would, because you live in your own little crack-induced bubble. You need to fess up. Do the right thing. Plead guilty. And then turn state's evidence against your father. I know you're never going to do it. And Jeff, you're right. That would that'd be a pipe dream. A crack pipe dream. A crack pipe dream. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. We're wrapping the show for today. See you tomorrow. Remember, if you want to email me, give me show ideas, give me compliments, criticisms, whatever you got. Show's email address is paulshowwrn at gmail.com. Have a good night, folks.
later. Simply put, 21st century, 21st century results are badly needed. needed that starts with the United Nations. Starts right there.